Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. biblical sense does mean surrender in the same way that that war horse surrenders its will to the master you and I were called to trust him to surrender ourselves to him to recognize that he's God and he loves us he loves us we can give ourselves completely to him meekness is not weakness Meekness is when power and strength are willingly submitted to a higher authority. Most people don't see the value in meekness. Pastor Robert is here today to talk of its importance. When you have power for action, but restrain yourself to fulfill a higher cause, that's meekness. That's what God desires from you. He wants to use you, but he can't do that until you've surrendered yourself to him. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 5 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. A Christian who comes to know and fear the Lord with that, that righteous fear of the Lord, biblical understanding of fear of the Lord, need fear nothing else. If God be for us, who can be against us? If a man or a woman comes to that place in their relationship where they have that fear, that holy fear of the Lord, that reverential awe of God, and it touches every area of your life, you need to fear nothing else. When Alan taught this passage, I was just deeply impacted by the the principles. You know, he was a, actually not a big guy. I, I had forgotten just how small he, he was. You know, according to the article, he was five foot seven inches tall, weighed 145 pounds, but it was all muscle. You know, he was just one of these lean, tough, you could just tell. He, he, he loved Jesus and it radiated out of everything that he did and, and said. But he explained to us as he taught this passage that the word meek, the word that's translated meek, here in this passage of Scripture is the Greek word praus, P-R-A-U-S. And it's the word that's used to describe a well-trained animal. For example, a, like one of the ancient war horses. You know, they would train their horses to fight, to actually do battle. I've got a photo of a reenactment. You know, this powerful, beautiful, powerful animal that's trained to be unconditionally obedient to its master, to defend itself, to defend the rider, you know, to, to actually fight and do battle. But one of, the, one of the things that they did, sort of the final, final test of their readiness to be deployed into battle was that the, the horse's rider, the master, would deprive the animal of water for an extended period of time until it was just crazy with thirst. 
And then it would bring the animal out to a point where it could both smell and see water, whether, you know, a little pond or a stream, whatever the, the case, and then give the command for the horse to wait, to stay in its position. And then the master would walk down to the edge of the water and just stand. And the horse, near death from thirst, had to wait until called to come and drink. And that was the final test to determine whether or not that horse was ready to enter into service. That's a description of meekness. The horse is still powerful and strong, much stronger than the rider, much more powerful than its master, but submitted, trusting, obedient. That's the picture of meekness. How many times have we heard the expression, the meek will inherit the earth? We read it in the book, the meek will inherit the earth. And we just kind of blow right past it. Oh, that's sweet. And I don't know how many times I hear men talking about that and basically discounting themselves because as men, we don't want to be meek because we've equated meekness with surrender and weakness. Well, meekness in a biblical sense does mean surrender in the same way that that war horse surrenders its will to the master. You and I, we're called to trust him, to surrender ourselves to him, to recognize that he's God and he loves us. He loves us. We can give ourselves completely to him. Meekness is not weakness. Meekness is when power and strength are willingly submitted to a higher authority. When a strong, intelligent person chooses to trust and rely upon a loving creator. 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 1. The Apostle Peter writing, he said, Beloved, I now write to you this second epistle, in both of which I stir up your pure minds by way of reminder that you may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets and of the commandment of us, the apostles of the Lord and Savior, knowing this first, that scoffers will come in the last days, walking according to their own lusts, and saying, where's the promise of His coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. For this they willfully forget, that by the word of God the heavens were of old, and the earth, standing out of water and in the water, by which the world that then existed perished, being flooded with water. But the heavens and the earth, which are now preserved by the same word, are reserved for fire until the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. But beloved, do not forget this one thing, that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance." But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness, looking for and hastening the coming of the day of God? because of which the heavens will be dissolved, being on fire, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth 
in which righteousness dwells. Therefore, beloved, looking forward to these things, be diligent to be found by him in peace, without spot and blameless. And consider that the long-suffering of our Lord is salvation. Do you understand what he's saying? The meek will inherit the earth. One day, all of this, he says, is going to burn up. Now, the way I like to think about it, one day the creator is going to uncreate. It's all going to burn. It's all going to dissolve. It's all going away. And those who have chosen to submit themselves to his perfect plan, his perfect will, they had the good sense to go ahead and bow before him now and just say, you're God. I see it. I'm definitely not. So just show me what to do. Help me to obey you and I will. They're going to inherit all the new stuff that he's going to create. The new heavens, the new earth. We're going to be given new bodies. And Peter says, you know, in light of all of that, I mean, think about it. How should you be living right now? In light of these promises, in light of these truths. You know, it's funny to me, we, we sang that, and I, heard, ne- I never heard this. Just recently, I, I read an article, the, the little Christmas carol that's so common, joy to the world. Sing it every year. It's actually not a Christmas song. Isaac Watts wrote that song in the early 1700s about the second coming, about the day when this is all going to dissolve and all evil is going to be eliminated, when Jesus is going to rule and reign and you and I who love him are going to be with him, having been changed, having been perfected, having received the inheritance, the new earth, the meek will inherit the earth. And it's going to be a day of great joy. But meanwhile, what about right now? The long-suffering, the patience, the mercy of God is salvation. In other words, there's an opportunity. There's still the opportunity to turn to Him and be changed, to turn to Him and be forgiven. God wants a relationship with all of you. The question is, do you want a relationship with Him? It's on His terms. You know, He's God, you're not, so He won't adjust to your weakness That wouldn't be the loving thing to do for you or anybody else. But if you mourn over your condition and you're willing to humble yourself and admit that you can't fix yourself, then He's here right now. He will change you. This first book of the New Testament informs you well about the Son of God, Jesus Christ. It details His birth and life, His ministry, and then His death. But it also tells you that He rose again. Jesus is victorious over death. And even more, He's alive today. Your Savior lives, and you can rejoice in that. As you listened to Pastor Robert's message today on Main Thing Radio, you may have realized that you've never given your life to Jesus. Or maybe you've been a believer for a while, but you haven't taken steps to actively live for Christ in your daily life. Today's the day to change that. You can start right now. We'd love to talk to you. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. That's 305-531-2730. We're so glad you joined us today. You can hear more teachings from this series in Matthew right now by visiting MainThingRadio.com or just download our mobile app. We'd love to connect with you on Facebook and Twitter, too. There you'll be able to get the latest information on Main Thing Radio and Calvary Miami Beach. 
You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Find links at mainthingradio.com. We'd like to meet you too. You're invited to be part of our worship time at Calvary Miami Beach. Just visit the church page under about at mainthingradio.com to learn more. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in for Main Thing Radio.